Well, good morning, everyone. And first of all, can I thank the ladies of your PW for the invitation uh, to come and speak to you today. Um, as you've already heard, I'm residential services manager for our church's board of social witness. So I bring you greetings from them, but also from the ladies of McQuiston Memorial Church. And I know that there are some of you here today who do have connections with McQuiston, and that's where I worship. You know, the mission statement of Presbyterian women is to encourage women to become disciples of Christ. Well, what does this mean, not just for women here in Fitzroy Presbyterian Church, but also for the women that uh, we hope to reach outside of our PW groups too, and indeed for all of us here today, as we all become disciples of Christ. And hopefully today, as I share with you a little bit about my work in the Board of Social Witness, that you will be challenged to support our church's mission, but also that we can look at how we can do mission ourselves, reaching out as disciples of Christ in our local communities, along with looking at our theme of God is able. Our aim and vision statement in the Board of Social Witness is, to, is that people matter to God, and that means reaching out to people who are often outside the structures of our congregational life. The work of the Board of Social Witness is very diverse, ranging from our Taking Care programme, which ensures the protection of our children and young people, to student accommodation at Queen's, our chaplaincy work in prisons, hospitals, universities, and to our work with older people and those with disabilities, those with addictions and those in the criminal justice system. You know, we currently have a budget of £9.5 million and employ over 450 members of staff in 20 locations. Many people ask, what is social witness? Well, simply it's showing Christ's love in action and applying God's word to today's social issues. But it's word and action together for Christian mission as the example of Christ himself is followed by reaching out to those in need, however that's presented. Throughout the Bible, God's people are instructed to be concerned about the disadvantaged in their community. Jesus was full of compassion for people. When they suffered, he suffered with them. And his compassion for the destitute and dying, the sick and sorrowing, the bereaved and the depressed is as intense and passionate now as it was when he walked this earth. People with a disability have been the recipients of a great deal of abuse and misunderstanding throughout the ages. Although attitudes have improved, disabled people still face obstacles in society. And the World Health Organization estimates that there are over 650 million disabled people in the world. Now, if they were all gathered together to form one imaginary, one imaginary nation, that nation would be the nation's, the world's third largest after China and India. And the people of that nation would be the least educated, least able to access transportation, least employed and therefore poorest, and to our shame, the least evangelised with the lowest proportion of church involvement. 
And this is what makes our ministry at Willowbrook so special, as it attempts to reflect the heart of God by sharing his love and values. Willowbrook Supported Housing for People with a Learning Disability is situated in Coleraine and accommodates nine adults in three one-person houses and two shared houses for three people. The design concept is innovative and the principle is to maximise and encourage independent living within a Christian environment, whilst emphasising a person's right to privacy and respecting their dignity. You know, the initiative for this project originally came from some parents concerned that they had a son or a daughter with a learning disability and the lack of long-term accommodation with a Christian ethos. There has been tremendous support and interest in Willowbrook from throughout our wider Presbyterian Church, with prayerful and financial supports from Sunday School projects and our PWs, from congregations and individuals. But our outreach to these people in Willowbrook is also an outreach to their families and friends and to the wider community. But another area of our work with people with disability that you may be unaware of and very close to yourselves is that of Aran House, a residential and daycare facility in the Ballybeamed and Donald area. And it's specifically for adults with a very profound learning disability. Our board took on responsibility in 2009 for Aran House at the request of its then management group, the Kerry Community. Aran House accommodates 14 people on a permanent basis with two respite beds and also a daycare facility for up to nine people who live in the community. I would ask you to pray for this area of work um, as it is particularly the respite beds um, that we're reaching out to up to 12 different families on a weekly basis uh, providing respite for them. Thompson House, situated on the Antrim Road in North Belfast, is a hostel for men who have served time in prison. The men will have been convicted of a range of offending behaviour, anything from theft, car crime, to arson or murder. And the aims of the hostel is to provide accommodation to meet the needs of the men, to help them find employment, to encourage them to become independent of the hostel by establishing their own home and to commend the Christian faith and way of life in an open and accepting manner. The hostel provides accommodation for 19 men and they receive training in areas such as cookery, budgeting and domestic skills. Group sessions are held on topics such as alcohol abuse and anger management. And currently, there's a weekly Bible study held along with a Christianity Explored course. And there are currently five people attending that course. Thompson House has recently been redeveloped and extended. And some of you may have heard about it on our media. The upgraded building has state-of-the-art security systems with some 85 CCTV cameras. So you can't do anything without being watched and it's now fit for purpose. Our residents have to follow a strict regime 
which includes drug and alcohol testing, room searches and curfews on the times allowed outside of the hostel. Each resident is assessed and risk management plans are created and enforced and failure to comply can lead to the individual being recalled to prison. Remember this project as the hostel has been attacked by members of the local community who are unhappy with us undertaking this type of work. And currently, each Thursday, we have a weekly protest demonstration held outside the hostel. This is intimidating both for residents and staff. And particularly remember the staff and residents at the minute, as we had one of our residents who died on Wednesday in the hostel. But you know, as we read in Matthew 25, Jesus reached out to the prisoner And we believe in our work that this is a vital area of our outreach to show that everyone matters to God. Also in North Belfast, we have Carlisle House, a residential substance misuse treatment centre. It caters for individuals from 18 to 65 years old and offers a range of services, advice and information, treatment programmes and ongoing support services. Carlisle House was established over 20 years ago and aims to provide the opportunity for individuals who have a substance misuse problem and their relatives to begin the journey of recovery through self-awareness and change. But you know, you've heard today about some of our work undertaken by our church's Board of Social Witness. When it started formally over 60 years ago with the opening of a residential care home for older people, do you think that those people involved in the work envisaged that it would grow and develop into the size it has now reached and reaching out to many hundreds of vulnerable people? This shows God is able to do more than we can imagine. As we sang earlier, our God really is a great big God Our God is able. He's greater by far than anything we can think or imagine. Yet in love he offers to hold us in his hand and longs for us to have all we ever need in the riches of Christ Jesus. You know, he's able to save, transform, shepherd. There's no end to what he's able to do. And no one person could do it by themselves. But with God's help and guidance, we are able to do it. Perhaps you maybe have a medical issue you're dealing with. You may be experiencing a financial or a family crisis. You may be unemployed, battling an addiction. In the book of Proverbs, we hear that there is nothing new under the sun. The situation you are experiencing in life is a rerun. It has happened to someone somewhere before who has been delivered. So whatever he has done for others, he can do it again for you. Don't ever feel that the Lord is unaware of your burden. But what else is God able to do? Well, he's able to hear and answer our prayers. God gives us grace every time we pray. He's able to answer our prayers and he will help us and guide us in the way that we ought to go. Do you know, we have the freedom to pray anything that we want, but God guides us in the way that we ought to go. 
we can rejoice in the wonderful fact that God will hear our prayers and do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. He is able and he will do it. But do we do it with God's help or through self-help? Do we rely on God who is able? Those who are into self-help often don't read the Bible. They don't call on God in prayer. But self will eventually fail them. Not only that, God is able to help us in every temptation. He's able to make us stand and not fall at all. He's able to make all grace abound to us in all things at all times. Because God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or imagine. In Hebrews 2.18 we read, Because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. Here is a scripture that says that this Christ, this high priest, This mediator, this saviour, was tempted himself. He became a man and he understands everything. And he's able to help us in our temptation. Yes, we will be tempted, but he is there to help us. We live in an age of unprecedented power. Power is something we're maybe just beginning to understand Throughout human history, mankind has stood in awe before the mighty power of the natural elements. Light so powerful it can blind us. Water so powerful it can wash away whole civilizations. Wind so powerful it can topple brick and steel buildings. Fire so powerful it can melt rock. We know what power is. Athletes are power conscious. Baseball has its power hitters. Football, its power runners. Basketball, its power forwards. Weightlifters may be billed as the most powerful men in the world. Athletes in nearly every sport are striving for greater power to establish new world records. Power is something with which we are familiar we can grasp its significance. At least we think we can until we come to God. Then suddenly our minds are boggled. He claims to be all-powerful, and that defies our imagination. Add the power of the world's greatest athletes to the power of the world's natural elements, to the incredible power man has developed through science and technology, And the total does not even begin to approach God's power. In fact, he himself is the source of all power, not only in the physical realm about which we've been talking, but in the spiritual realm as well, where the true nature and extent of power eludes our understanding. In closing, let us remember, God can do anything he wants to do, absolutely anything. None of us can make that claim. Our capabilities are limited, but God is able to do everything he wills. There is no deficiency in his power. The deficiency may be in our faith. 
Believe that he can do what needs to be done in your life. Expect him to answer. Then watch for him to do it. He may work in totally unexpected ways, but he will work with supernatural power. At this very moment, he's looking for people through whom he can demonstrate that power. Why not let it be you? List some problems in your life that seem to be impossible to solve. Now meet the conditions for enjoying God's power. Yield your will fully to him. Commit the problems to him in prayer regularly and believe that he will solve them in his own perfect way. Amen. Let's pray together. Gracious Father, we pray this day for those who are in need of companionship and support and ask that you remind us again that whatever we do for people in need is service rendered unto your Son, Jesus Christ. We pray for those who seek to find ways to ease loneliness and physical limitations, the voluntary organisations within our community who endlessly strive to bring about security and support to those in need. We pray for those who are in need of that helping hand through bereavement or illness, depression or disappointment. May they find the help they need and be guided in their daily lives. We pray for the churches that allow Jesus' words to challenge lifestyles and attitudes to other people, that all will seek to offer hospitality and respite, where strangers and the local community feel supported and accepted, and where all may be resilient and hopeful against the odds. We pray for ourselves that we may know the true meaning of love, and be so open to the influence of Jesus that we give and serve to the point of sacrifice and so bring hope to those who despair. May we all grow in love and faithfulness as we build a new community on earth. Amen.